Show 669, well into the swing of things. I just got tackled by a staff member here. And I got a good slap in the ear and now it hurts. Mate, you also tackled me. So why are you acting no, like the victim here? Because what you did was you started touching your eyeball with your <laughs> finger. And you know that that unsettles If you me. ever see us out and about, just lunge at your own eyeball. And Tim no, don't, will kids. aggressively vomit. I just face. don't think it's something you should touch. It's good fun. It's like kryptonite for Superman. He didn't touch that because he gets <laughs> hurt. If I touch my eyeball, I'm going to get hurt. Hey, today was an amazing day. Why? What a great show we had. Why? I made a discovery. And it, you know what? At 5 a.m. this morning, I had no idea I was going to make this discovery. That's the best thing about a day. You never know where it's going to go, do you? And it's just been the best day ever. For you. <laughs> Can't trust that. You didn't hear that in the show. Uh, also, a really important interview. Mm. Um, it was really, really nice um, of Mustafa from the Islamic Society of Central Queensland. Right. He stopped by, um, had a bit of a chat with us about um, the, the community and how Central Queensland's really gotten behind the Muslim community since the attacks on Friday. It was a really beautiful yeah, chat. Obviously, just a really stressful time, terrible time for uh, not just Muslims, but most people. Uh, around the world. So it was great to get a bit of insight locally uh, what the feeling is because obviously it's a stressing situation. Yeah, but it was a great show today. Yeah. I hope you enjoy it. Thank you for downloading. Yeah. Thank you. Are you okay? I'm a thank you. You I'm didn't get a lot of sleep last night, did you? I'm, I'm just, thank you. Time for a Thank you. Go, go sleep, buddy. Ladies and gentlemen, get up with Tim and Jess. Hello, good morning. How you doing? Waking up. Central Queensland's hit. Good morning. Tim and Jess here on Hit CQ. Just gone 6 a.m. It's all thanks to Reef City Motors. Not only do they sponsor the program, they also sponsor time and space in the universe. Do they? Yep. Uh, but Gee, they've got a big budget. Hey, was just le- listening uh, right before the show started to Lisa and Sarah, those two girls. Yeah. They were talking about TV shows that would be better on an island because so like Bachelor in Paradise they're doing it on an island sure. uh, they want to do a Married at First Sight on, on an, an island. island like yep. what are you thinking would be a great show with the addition of an island because Survivor is mm-hmm. already on an island and that's the only television show I watch does so. it need to be a reality TV show or can no, we no it could be anything can we spruce up Neighbours Grey's, and... Grey's Anatomy <laughs> on, on an, an island, island. <laughs> move Ramsey Street to an island <laughs> All the neighbours pick great. up, leave, Home and away. Instead of specifically just an east-facing beach. They just call it away. <laughs> just away. Just away. No home anymore. We're all away. Uh, but look, I think we will come up with some more because uh, I quite like that. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of shows, movies, the whole situation changes as soon as you are in the confides of an island. Should we make our float for the Easter Parade island-themed? No, 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 no. Tim and Jess on an island. No, 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 no. It could sound and colour. Oh, okay. Sound and colour. And as a radio station, we should be able to tick that off the list very easy. We've got the sound. We just need the colour. we just need the colour. Look, there's lots to get through this morning. After 8.15, we are very lucky. We are going to be chatting to someone from Central Queensland's Islamic Society yeah. uh, about how the community's feeling here in CQ after these awful attacks on Friday in Christchurch, New Zealand. I think it's really important to see how people are feeling here in Central Queensland. And speaking of those um, attacks, we have had real, 
legislative change in New Zealand after those things. And we're going to talk about what the PM has decided to do up next. Get up with Tim and Jess. Big changes have been happening in New Zealand in the wake of the devastating tragedy that happened last Friday. Yep, in Christchurch, unfortunately, 50 people losing their lives after an act of terror. And it's only been four days and Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern is an absolute gem and a half. She has really handled herself with a lot of grace and dignity. It's a really, obviously, tricky situation because... You can't plan for these things. Well, in a way you can, but you can never really plan for how people feel. And um, it can either make or break a leader. And you really need to show what you're, what you're worth, what you're made of, the intentions of your country. And I think she is going quite well at the moment. She spent the weekend morning with the families and then yesterday went into Parliament um, and the Cabinet made an in-principle agreement, spent much of yesterday afternoon discussing the gun laws, Uh, And they've decided that they are moving forward with very, very different changes to their gun laws. Well, it it is a scary situation. If you aren't aware, uh, what this gunman uh, and the weapons he had collected were all done so legally, Mm -hmm. uh, all firearms, all ammunition, none of it raised any flags. And that's a concern. So that's what they're obviously worrying about because... In what world does any human being on this planet, for hunting purposes or for shooting club purposes, need a semi-automatic rifle? You just don't need it. Uh, I have family members that are involved in rifle clubs that have, like, my whole family grew up on a farm Mm -hmm. in the middle of nowhere and rifles are key. And here in central Queensland, uh, these rifles are important for certain things, but I can't... if. Anyone has a perfect excuse of why they need to buy a semi-automatic weapon and have a purpose for it that is warranted, I would be absolutely dumbfounded because I just don't think that they have a place to Mm -hmm. be bought anywhere in the world. And Jacinda is very much on your point of view, Tim. She's decided that anyone that wants to surrender their firearms to police at any time can do so. People have already. Mm -hmm. So many. Just in that they're saying, hey, destroy this. I don't want this anymore in my possession. Yeah, and look, there's going to be a National Day of Commemoration for these people that were involved. The date hasn't been set yet, but it's lovely to know that they will be honoured each and every year. Absolutely, and I think it is great saying that because obviously... So much going on, but the the emergency services that have been on extra alert, extra watch, putting in the extra hours, I think they are absolutely flying under the radar at the moment and need to be recognised, not only in New Zealand, but of course around mosques uh, here in central Queensland, all around Australia. The police services have been doing uh, the extra yards, and I think it's incredible, and especially after what's happened on Friday, it's always going to be a scary situation. Absolutely. Look, a little bit later on the show, we'll be talking to someone from the Islamic Society of Central Queensland to see how they're all feeling. Tim and Jess. And if you're old enough to be a part of the generation that knew life before Facebook, then you probably had a MySpace account at some point. No offence, but MySpace was the tits. (laughs) It was? It was the bomb. Uh, You you never actually deleted yours. I don't know how. I don't know my password. I don't know my email. Tim Bolch, MySpace. I want to find you. All right. Um, MySpace was great. It was the Facebook before Facebook. It was a bit different schemed, I guess you could say. I just found your MySpace. All right. 
Not important. I'll be posting some of these pictures oh. on our Instagram at HitCQ. But uh, this isn't what I want to talk about because MySpace didn't lose anybody's pictures or no. profiles. They did lose music. Well, MySpace, MySpace sorry, has been essentially not used for a long, long time. But the only ones using it were bands to get their music out there. That's what it was originally for. Um, discovered some great music with MySpace. Also uh, was the pivotal key uh, motivator for making your friends fight for your love with your top eight. Yes. Oh, my God, the top eight broke a lot of friendships up. I just would like you to know that you would have never come close to my top eight. Oh, I reckon you were absolutely one of those people who hid your top eight. No, I had a top 40. You had a top 40? You wouldn't even make my top 40, mate. Just, no, just saying. MySpace was like Bandcamp or Spotify before those platforms existed. Of course. So a lot of bands would upload their music and some of them even got discovered thanks to MySpace. Yeah, it was great. Turns out MySpace have lost all the music. All the music rights. Tim, this is going to hurt your heart a little bit. From the year 2003 till 2015, no music that was uploaded in that time period exists any longer. They had a corruption, um, corrupted and unable to be yeah. transferred over to the updated site. They realised that songs from 2003 to 2015 were just bangers yeah. and the system couldn't process it. That's disgusting. So if for some reason you still use MySpace. I mean, send me a friend request. Or if you had your band's MySpace set up. Shoot us a link. Maybe go have a look because I don't yeah. think your music exists any longer. Look, I think it's uh, time for a fitting tribute of MySpace, one band that I discovered through this beautiful platform. Yeah. Simple plan. Oh. And, guys, welcome to my life. Do you ever feel like breaking down? Get up with Tim and Jess. Oh, got a lot of emotions out there. Welcome to my life. 624. Tim and Jess here on Hit CQ. Can you compose yourself? Oh, we just had a walk down memory lane <laughs> through Tim's MySpace. God, you loved a lot of people back in a classic 2010. <laughs> it was the classic summer of 2010. And don't you know it was the best year of my life? Loving Amy and James. Loving Liam. Extreme. There's a photo of you. Yeah, because it was on a biscuit. The, there was this 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 boat biscuit that you put behind. It was called the All Extreme. All of you are holding out out an X. That's not my fault that you had a shit 2010 oh summer. It, I was living Ooh. my best life on my face. Someone tell me how to delete this thing. Trending now up next. Get up with Tim and Jess. Now, hits.com.au. The biggest trending stories across Australia and central Queensland, thanks to Heron Island. If you loved White Chicks with old mate Terry Crews, he has jumped on oh, an interview. I think more for the Wayans yeah, that were in that look, movie. The Wayans brothers that were pretty wrote good. it, directed it, produced it. We all know Terry Crews was the real standout star in that movie. Yes. And he has spoken out in an interview. Candid interview. I love when people say they've spoken out in a, a candid, candid interview. Uh, he was attending the America's Got Talent season 14 red carpet and someone said to him, <laughs> hey, would you ever do a White Chicks 2? And he was quoted as saying, I would love one. I'm staying in shape for White Chicks 2. I'll never get out of shape. You know that, right? I'll be 75 and say, here we go. I'm ready. Let's do this. Right. Well, now, that's not really confirming that... The Wayan brothers discussed the project's likelihood earlier this month. 
and said they don't know. They're trying to make it happen. They're in talks. I if things go right, there will be a white chick's too. I think it's too tough. Do you think so? In 2019. People get offended. Yeah. It's a movie about uh, portraying another uh, human being's race. That's true. It's tricky. Mm. I know portraying the white race is probably the least offensive <laughs> one, but uh, a lot of people will arc up at that. I, I want to see it. I don't remember how White Chicks finished. Like, I don't know how they would do a sequel. Well, uh, so the uh, the two rich girls got arrested because mm-hmm. they were helping their father uh, do, like, illegal dealings sure. in the Hamptons. And um, one of them kissed a girl, and Terry Crews found out that uh, he was a man, not, sure. a, not a white sure, chick, sure, sure, sure. as you could say. So Terry Crews could play a pivotal role, and hopefully he gets shirtless, Starts dancing with some uh, glow-in-the-dark bands. What are they called? Glow sticks and a whistle. <laughs> glow sticks and a whistle. And a whistle. Oh, God, that was an iconic scene. Great movie. Great, Great film. Hopefully, Hopefully we see a yes, sequel. Fingers but crossed. Bigger things have happened. Absolutely. So you can check out the full story for yourself. <laughs> Hit.com today, you. It's all thanks to Heron Island. Save 30% with the Heron Island's locals-only special on now. Did you what? just state on a radio station that bigger things in the world had happened than potentially a sequel to no, a I'm movie? Just, I'm just saying other sequels have happened that we didn't think were going to happen. Mate, at what point is a movie at the moment original? Yeah. We're either doing remakes or sequels. I get it. We've had a lot of ideas. Hey, the new Rock movie's coming out this week. New Rock? Yeah, the Rock's in this, like, wrestling movie. Oh, uh, my family wrestles or something. Yeah. Or wrestling my family. Fun with the fam. Slam, slam dunk and mum. Fun. Oh. <laughs> Jim. Well, no, it's a wrestling move. Play the song. Couldn't guess. Hit singing. Slam Duncan Dad. Get up with Tim and Jess. The theme for the Easter parade this year is sound and colour. Yes, and you have signed Hit CQ up to enter a float into Mm -hmm. the street parade. Well, it was the only thing that we weren't, like, you know, getting involved in. We're going to be judging the talent show, which you can register for right now. Great prizes for the winner. We are going to be entering our raft again in the Great Raft Regatta, the Great Redemption. Uh, We're going to be coming first this year. It's going to happen. Gladstone Ports Corporation, like, actually has a proper raft. We have pipes. Come at me, GPC. Come at me. Okay. (laughs) So you thought, not only are we busy every day... Let's make it Well, double. the street parade is the only non-competition. Like we, <laughs> Can you win a street you parade? You can't win a street parade. You okay. just, everyone just is involved in the bit of love fun. and the fun just of it. Just a bit of fun. I've organised a trailer. We're going to pick it up today. <laughs> and we're going to be attaching it to the hit car. I mean, do you know how to put a trailer onto a car? No, that's why I'm taking you. <laughs> All right. we need now... Is to decorate it. We got some great suggestions coming through yesterday on our Facebook and Instagram. I didn't get to have a look. Um, on Instagram at HitCQ, someone suggested they want to see a giant inflatable croc. All right, who's providing the giant inflatable croc? Mate, that's not their this is responsibility. My issue. Every what you've done is you said, "Hey, float, float some ideas." Yeah, and no one's floating float a for the skill. Float. float a skill. Float some advice. A Give lot of people suggested we actually get some kids on board to help us build the float. <laughs> I like that because <laughs> you just tell them it's a game, but then, oh, who's got a bench saw now? Well, I think anyone that uh, helps out with a float should be allowed to come with us on the float. Walk alongside do you, it. Do you agree? Sure. To some degree. <laughs> because I don't want it. Like, it, numbers it can get, get out, out of hand. hand. Yeah. But look, again, what I would like now, yes, some advice, yes, some ideas for our float in the Easter Parade, or how about this? 13, 12, 16, do you want to actually 
help us. Have you got some skills? Have you got a skill? Even if it's just like, hey, Tim and Jess, I'm a, I used to make floats. Hey, this is what you need no, no, to no. do. Even if you're like a cake maker, like you know how to make decorate. something. Sure, sure, sure. No, 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 not decorate. You know how to structure something. Oh, you, we need structure. We need building. We, before we decorate, we actually need a surface. Someone did suggest that we make a double decker float. Wait, we can't even get one deck, <laughs> let got, alone double deck. We've got our deck. We're okay. Not- 13, 12, 16, if you would like to, I don't know, be involved in the creation of your raft for the Easter Parade, please give us a call. Mm-hmm. I don't want to sound like I'm begging, but please, because I don't want to do the work. Well, we did have some people suggesting that they want to be on the float. Oh, good. You need to contribute to the float <laughs> to join us. We need a float first, guys. <laughs> 13, 12, 16, give us a call. We need your help. Get up with Tim and Jess. <laughs> Calm it down, JT. Senorita there. Do you reckon he sings this to Jess Camille? Hope not. Ladies, good morning. She's like, oh, not again. <laughs> Sounds like they laugh at the end of Thriller. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Jackson. But, hey, look, it is Tim and Jess here on Hit CQ, and we are trying to get things organised for Gladstone Harbour Festival's Easter Parade. Mm-hmm. A lot of good suggestions coming through. Please keep them coming on Please. our Facebook and our Instagram. We what do you want to see on the yeah. Hit CQ float? We need as much help from you as possible because it's your float. I don't want to put the responsibility on you, but it's yours. Look, if you don't want to be a part of our float, you can, of course, enter your own in. Anyone can enter a float. They're literally letting us do it. Preference is you enter into ours. Gladsomefestival.com forward slash Harbour Festival is where you get all the registration forms. Sarah's called through uh, from Gracemere on 13, 12, 16. Sarah, can you help us build our raft? Well, I used to, uh, in my old hometown uh, in Victoria, I used to um, be a part of the Christmas parade. Uh, they right. have like a Christmas parade with I floats. I love a Christmas pageant. We yep. used to be. We used to love the Christmas pageant coming through in South Australia. Yeah, it was good fun. <laughs> yeah, so I spent many years. Um, I want to say as a delegator <laughs> for the parade. Right, Sarah. This is my job. No, no, this no, is Sarah, my. I am living for this. Sarah. Just be careful because I don't want you to give many ideas to a certain person across the desk from me. When you say delegating, like you helped out, right? Um, well, I was in charge of making sure that everyone was doing what they okay, were supposed so to be doing. So <laughs> what kind of what kind of float did you guys end up building? Um, so I was a, a preschool, like a kindy teacher right. um, back home. Mm-hmm. And um, so some of the other teachers... And the kids obviously helped out as well with the decorating. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I didn't really a do a whole heap. <laughs> I, just telling I kids was, and teachers uh, what to do. I was an integral part of the, of the float. Of course. And that's, that's my role, Tim, in all no, of this, no, no, no. to delegate and I make sure it about. happens. But I, what Sarah has said, I, I am a fan of getting kids. Yeah. Because it's not slave labour if they enjoy it's doing and it. enjoyable. <laughs> okay. How do we make yeah, sure the decorations it's weren't the best, but okay. they had a good time? That's right. We just sling out a few pieces of paper, tell them to colour it in. It'll be sweet. Anything's going to be better than the plain float we have yes, currently. We so. have a trailer. So, Sarah, uh, look. We don't like the first bit you were talking about, but with the kids decorating, absolutely on board. Thank you very much for your help. Thanks, guys. No worries, buddy. I'm, I'm so on board. I will be the team delegator, and no, I no. am happy to tell Tim, we need to decorate. Get to it. Hop to it. Off to Spotlight. You, you know, know how I said this was going to happen? I don't want to say I'm right, but I'm not left. 
get up with Tim and Jess. The boy Tatum hookup is none too far away. Registration's already open. Yes. Uh, if you want to register you and your kids, the whole Fam. family can get involved. Absolutely. It is very cheap. Heaps of prizes. You can win boats. You can meet Fipsy uh, down there. He. I he is a great, great bloke. And, uh, look, I, w- I was excited to hear that at Agnes Water recently, a bloke has caught a 105-centimetre Queensland groper uh, that he caught on a, a very nice fishing rod and a fishing line. Uh, and it is exciting because it's a very large fish. These gropers, uh, if you've ever seen them, uh, they're like the big fish. This Essentially, if they could make sound, it'd be... No. <laughs> I'm a they do, they've got that face on it. Like, look at this face. <laughs> Tell me that That's, doesn't not make that sound. Uh, absolutely it's pretty does. Pretty accurate. Um, <laughs> but it got it got me excited because I know of something that's happening at the Boyne Tanham hookup. Okay. I don't know if many people are aware of it yet, but uh, the week is this like a new thing. It's a new thing. Well, it's a different version of a thing that's going to happen. And I'm, if you would like to announce it with me, that would be fantastic. Sure. Even though you don't know what the announcement is. Yeah. No, I'm on board. Make the, a big make a big to do about the it. The Q Air Bounty Fish. Oh, so this is the Bounty Fish. Is it like a fish that's wearing like a little ba- black bandana on the and a cowboy fr- hat? On the Friday, essentially, on the Friday morning, there will be a riddle revealed during the safety briefing about this bounty fish. If you catch this fish, you will win ten thousand dollars. Okay, and the best thing is, you can catch it dead. Or alive. Oh! <laughs> we need some, like, Wild West music. Well, I understand that I'm probably behind the boat on that one. Oh, my God. But I've, this is all I can do. Turns out my baby loves to fish. She wants to do it all the time. Early in the morning, in the middle of the night. I'm hooked. Yeah, you know what? I am hooked. Give me $10,000. I will go looking for a bounty fish. I think we need to start a search party. How do we know? Are they going to put like a gold chain on this fish? I, or? I think you're right. They put a 10-gallon hat on. <laughs> give him some nice uh, blue cap steels and he should be and fine. And some chaps. <laughs> Scaleless, of course. Get up with Tim and Jess. Now, hits.com.au. The biggest trending stories across Australia and central Queensland, thanks to Heron Island. Usually joined now by a Hollywood Entertainment reporter, Dean McCarthy, but he's on a flight off to New York to interview some more celebs. New York! Yeah, I'm walking here! <laughs> no. It's what they all do. That's what they all do. Donuts say. and bagels. Uh, but yes, he is in here, but that doesn't mean that we can't bring you what he normally would. No, because I'm sure. We were speaking to him today. He sent me this story. (laughs) J.K. Rowling. Yes. Has no chill. Just zero chill. She's the author of the Harry Potters. The Harry Potter series and some other lesser known books. She cannot let go of the Harry Potter universe. What do you mean? She keeps just dropping little nuggets that no one's asking for. But, like, I could understand why, in a way, because you've got to think, like, she's obviously written these books and it took up a lot of her life. What, yeah. seven books or something? Yeah. And before, like, from what I understand about, like, these long-form books, with the characters, yes, like, they're introduced as, like, say, Harry Potter, he's a 10-year-old boy, but, like, they have to create their whole life oh, up yeah. until that point. So there would be all this information that she hasn't been able to put in these books that she'd be excited she about. She has boxes and boxes of information, yeah. backstories, 
um, sequel endings, all all these things in her up in her little noggin as well. And a few months ago, she mentioned that witches and wizards used to just poop on the floors at Hogwarts, wherever they wherever they found, and they would just like swish it away with their wand. Get out of here, you! I mean, Spelliama. Wish that could happen sometimes. <laughs> I'd clean the carpet in this room. I, lickety split. I often don't think, boy, that toilet's too far away. <laughs> I might just undo my jeans and go right here. I've never felt that never way like in when my you're life. Busting. Again, I've never thought. You know what? This person's driveway is right over for me. Turns out yesterday she took to um, Twitter to drop a, another little nugget. Dumbledore and Grindelwald. Yeah. Used to just make sweet, sweet love all the time. Good all on. over the place. When you're young and you're fit and you're a wizard, what else is there Every to do? Every single time they caught up, just all the time. Let's just, they had an intense It was wizard relationship. Tinder. It was wizard Tinder. Let oh, them be. Winder. Wizda. I think it's just, I just leave her alone. She's clearly looking for something to latch onto. Just give her this. Yeah. Yes, yeah, she's a billionaire. I, I can't wait for her to drop some more nuggets. On the carpet or? Oh. Is she cleaning them up with Check her magical spell? Check out the full spell? story for yourself at hits.com.au as well as everything else is trending now. All thanks to Heron Island. Get up with Tim and Jess. And look, I'm a bit curious about the hospitality industry. Sure. Did more- you ever work hospitality? Oh, I worked behind a bar for like a month. Okay. And then I realised quickly, I was like, I don't want to do this. Well, my first job was as a waitress. Yeah. I was 14 and nine months. Oh, I should back not when have been waitressing. Well, that's the age when you were allowed to do it, wasn't <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah. So you would have been like, a, what, a glassy or a something like that, where you just, like, you just... I would, they called me a runner. Oh, fine. So I wasn't allowed to take orders. No. I was only allowed to run food and drinks out to people. I mean, what a, what a fun experience for you. But I, I do want to talk about waitresses and waiters. Uh, and I would love to, if you are one, 13, 12, 16, I'm about to ask for your honesty. We don't have to use your real name because this <laughs> is something that I'm a bit confused about, right? So caught up with some friends this weekend. I went, I did the massive marathon drive down to Bundaberg. Sure. I was like, mate, this is 20 hours. <laughs> uh, I've got to put it in the hard yards. Went to a Thai restaurant in Bundaberg. And like what you would often do at an Indian restaurant or like these kind of places, order like around the table. So like, oh, why don't you get like it depends on the people you're with. Some people are like, no, I want my meal. Right. Whereas it's now bit, if you if you're going to like an Indian or a Thai or Chinese, Indian, I think you, Thai is also another one where yeah. you you spread do, it around. Let's all have a little sharing plate. Yeah, and like say, all right, we'll get some samosas, we'll get some rice, we'll get this, mm. we'll get that, blah blah blah. And so we were ordering uh, things as we were going, and I turned to the waitress, who was very friendly, and I said, oh, like, how are we going? Is this enough for the six of us here, or should we be, like, slowing down or ramping up? And she was like, oh, no, what you should get is bing, bang, boom, 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 boom. Oh, she oversold you. She oversold. And then at the end of it, we had far too much food. And I, <laughs> and I, know, it's, I know it's tricky that you can't recommend how much certain people are going to eat. But, like, if you're you're a waiter or a waitress, you've worked there long enough to sort of gauge how big your meals are. Mm -hmm. And I would like to know if there is, like, a thing where it's like, all right, let's get some more money for the restaurant or, like, is is it honesty and you're going, look, I think that might actually be too much food for you guys. Well, I've actually had it at a Chinese restaurant. Yeah. Um, back in Melbourne, I <laughs> went to this restaurant and we ordered all these dumplings. Sure. And the waitress was like, maybe you should stop. See, I think that's helpful. Like, what do you mean? I think She's that's... like, if you want more after this, we'll bring it out. See, I 
like that because she's trying to save you money and wasting food. But I felt like a big fat pig. No, no, no. That's <laughs> I don't think that's what they were getting at. I think they were like, look, this is a lot of food. Are you mm. sure you guys need more? I don't think it was a personal thing. You know thing. what? We ordered more. So Did you eat them all? Jerks on her. Yes. All right. I am a big fat pig. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I, 13, 12, 16, we don't have to use your real name or we can even say that you're from Mackay for all we care. Um, <laughs> Is this something that happens in the hospitality or in the waitress waiter world where you oversell to try and bring more money into the restaurant? Or would you do you go with honesty and be like, look, this is enough food or too you, big. this is too big? Mm. I, I would really appreciate some insight into the universe because after the schmozzle that was Friday night, I won't be hurt again. <laughs> Mark my words. 13, 12, 16. If this uh, has some information that you have for us, give us a call. Get up with Tim and Jess. And I am asking for a bit of advice on the DL uh, from people that have worked in hospitality because the idea of when you're ordering, if you're ordering too much or too little, I don't know if waiters or waitresses are helping or hindering the process. Do you think you're being cheated? Well, I hope not. I'd like to hope that when I say, is this too much food, and they Mm -hmm. go, no, 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 what you should get is maybe a few more samosas, maybe a garlic rice. Oh, maybe, have, you, have you thought of poppadoms? <laughs> have you thought of poppadoms? Because this happened to me on Friday night and we had so Did much food. Did you go to an Indian food. restaurant or a Thai restaurant? It was Thai. I'm just using yeah. many examples that they can You're happen out in the real Indian world. Ones. Okay. Spaghetti. <laughs> you want another spaghetti? I don't know. But I, I think that I would, I really want honesty, but I understand that there is your business that you work for. Oh, it's all right, mate. You don't need to get emotional. <laughs> Sorry. Um, the, the... I think that you, a lot of people would say, Tim, you know you need to order this much food, but they don't know that you're not a big eater. I'm not a big eater. I've got a small tum. So how do you expect your waitress to know that? She would go off of average, lots of people will order this many things. You should always take a meal off when someone gives you an opportunity That's a good point. Like well, look, I appreciate your advice. I will rebut it. I will refuse because I would like someone that's worked uh, or is currently working in the hospitality industry on the down low. We can use a fake name and we're going to do that right now. Uh, let's say Samantha. Sure. From Mackay. That sounds like a real Samantha name. Samantha from Mackay is called through on 13, 12, 16. Now, Samantha, do you work or have you worked in the hospitality industry? I do work in hospitality. You yes. do. Right. So All we have right. changed your name, Samantha, to yes. protect your identity. Can you tell us exactly what happens down at your restaurant? Um, if people are ordering meals, I will say to them that our meals are often large enough to feed two people from one plate. Oh. So there's not so much wastage. Yep. Or, of course, you do upsell if they're only buying something simple like a drink. Well, that's because that's the thing. Like, obviously, you want to help the place that you're working at, but also you don't want to have all this leftover food at the end, right, Samantha? No, because that's that's the cost to the business. Ah, because at the end, of, yeah, yeah, but yeah. they're paying for the the food anyway. Well, yes, but I mean, if you have to, you know, waste food that you could have been using somewhere else. That's a good point. You've got to buy more, say, if you're using a whole bunch of capsicums and, like, all these capsicums yeah. are wasted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your, your capsicum surcharge is through the roof. Hey, Samantha, do you guys do doggy bags? Like, do you let people take the food away or they have to eat it on the premises? No, they're quite welcome to take it away. 
I do like a good doggy bag. Mm. But is I've been offered many situations, Samantha, where sometimes you'll be like, oh, is it all right if I doggy bag this? And they'll take the food away and bring it to you. But on Friday night, I asked for a doggy bag, and I was given an empty plastic container oh, they made you in Bundaberg. And I was like, I'm going to spill this everywhere. <laughs> is that, is, what's the normal practice, Samantha? Uh, it can go either way. It depends on how busy the place is as well. Right. Also, you don't want to be handling food that someone else has already through chewed on and everything like that. So. Well, Samantha, so much. we really appreciate your honesty. Thank you very much. Real name, Samantha, there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Get up with Tim and Jess. Spell my name, spell my name. Something multicultural, something that's a mouthful. Baby, spell my name. Spell my we think we can guess it. You will be so stressing. Let us spell your name. Spell my name. We are riding high. We're going to try. Three weeks in a row getting at least one name correct. We have gotten four names this year, and it's much. Get it, girl. It's not a good equation. Look, let's just get straight into it. Let's band-aid this. Bree from Rocky's called through on 13, 12, 16. Now, Bree, what name are we spelling? Jarisinski? Jarisinski. 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 Oh, jeez. Uh, J-A-R-I-N-S-K-I. No. <laughs> I was not confident on that one. J-A-R-I-N-S-K-Y. No. <laughs> Why were you laughing at me so much? Because Yours was exactly the no, same. mine was a Y at the end. So oh, okay. All right, Bree, how do you spell it? J-A-R-O-S-I-N-S-K-I. Oh, we forgot the on okay. in the middle. Yep. Bree, you've absolutely got one over us. Thank you so much for playing this morning. You're welcome. Naladi's also <laughs> called through on 13, 12, 16 from Rockhampton. And Naladi, what name are we spelling? Nalani. 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 All right, N-O-L-A-H-N-I. No. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm going to go more like Shannon Noll, like N-O-L-L-A-N-I. No. Uh, Nalani, what are we working with here, bud? N-A-H. <laughs> yeah. L-A-N-I. So we were close. It was just the wrong order. Nalani. Nalani. <laughs> All right. That's a good one. I quite like that name. Thank you very much for playing. You're right. And finally, JJ from Grace Me is called through on 13, 12, 16. JJ, what name are we spelling, champ? Bailey. Bailey. Oh, damn, this is hard. All right. Jess, you kick it off. No, I've kicked no, it the I, last no, no, I did the last one. All right. I'm going to go B-A-I-L-E-E. No. All right. I'm going to go B-A-Y-L-E-E. No, not even close. That is so bogan. Bailey. JJ, what is it, mate? It's B A I L E Y, and my name is A J. Oh, A J. Sorry, I can't. I mean, we're going to count that as too incorrect. Too incorrect. All right. Well, A J J J. I apologise to both of you. Thanks very much for playing, mate. Thank you. No worries. I don't feel good. No, we we got the same amount wrong this week as we've gotten right all year. All in the month. I feel silly when we have to play this after this Go happens. On. That's how much fun spelling can be. Won't you spell the world with me? As always, next week. 
Maybe. <laughs> let's just let's just throw the game in the bin. Get up with Tim and Jess. There's been a lot of uh, hate-filled speech circulating after the attacks in New Zealand on Friday, um, and it's easy to focus on those sorts of things. Of course. But we really wanted to highlight the Muslim communities across central Queensland. Absolutely. Um, and the struggle that they've gone through since seeing, you know, their brothers and sisters in New Zealand have to endure something as horrible as the yeah. attacks on Friday. After what happened in Christchurch with 50 people losing their life, uh, it's almost hard to imagine that that thing can happen uh, anywhere in the world, let alone New Zealand. And we thought we would speak to someone here in the community uh, and tell us exactly how central Queensland's feeling in the Muslim community. Joining us on the phone now, we've got Mustafa Al-Kashin the, from the Islamic Society of Central Queensland. Um, Mustafa, thank you very much uh, for joining us. We really, really appreciate your time. Uh, my first question is, what, where, how did you find out about Friday and what was that like for you? I got news of it uh, initially um, through a friend um, that just basically said that there was basically a shooting at uh, a mosque in New Zealand. You know, you never really sort of quite, when you hear that, you just assume a gunman has gone in with a gun, shot a person. I didn't actually really understand the extent of what had actually taken place. And so, you know, I came to the, the mosque on Friday for our Friday prayer and um, in a congregation, you know, it was announced that there was a shooting and that, you know, at that time there were up to 20 people um, who had been killed, but again, didn't really sort of understand how it had, ha- had taken place. And it was when I was leaving the mosque, just pulled up to work and I was about to jump out of the car and I looked at my phone and I had a text message from my brother and he said, you know, make sure you're prepared before you watch this. Uh, it's really sickening. It was surreal. And then when I actually realised what was happening, what do you say? Um, you know, these are real people, real lives. People who have brothers, sisters, mothers, children, people who love them. And um, and they were just getting picked off. Well, that's know, the, like, the yeah. thing. It's uh, no matter where it was, for this was the safest place in theory for where you would go to be to be with your thoughts, to be Absolutely. with your prayers, no matter what Absolutely. religion you're in. And to see it yeah. happening... It just must be really frightening, and I think it's frightening for everyone. And I'm assuming, and I can fully understand that when these kind of things happen, that uh, fingers are pointed in directions unfairly. And are you just sick of the reactions more than more than anything? Because it's not in a very positive way. And we are trying, obviously, when these things happen, rally together. But it is hard when it's coming this thick and fast. Yeah, I guess. You know, look, I mean, from my perspective and, and now having it, uh, how do I put it? Um, I guess if there's any sort of positive take home from the, these horrific and tragic events, I think that we need to remain hopeful that things can change and will change. And I think it was in the words of Martin Luther King, he said, we must never give up infinite hope, you know, because without hope, you know, what, what's left mm. really ultimately? So if this can be a springboard, if this can be a catalyst, this tragic event to bring people to bring people together regardless of whatever race religion creed or lack of religion whatever it doesn't matter ultimately we're all human beings we're all people we all breathe we all bleed none of that stuff should really matter because what we often all the time hear about every time we you know turn on the television is the things that separate us the things that make us different the things that set us apart you know it creates this division and it creates this hate and these ill feelings towards each other 
What we need to hear about more, and if this can be the catalyst to make this happen, is the things that do make us common, the things that do unite us and bond us together as a human race. That's where we need to go. That's the direction that I'm hopeful that we will go in the future. It takes effort. You know, we can't just expect it to happen just by sitting passively and doing nothing. You know, we all need to get around and support each other and, and, and come together and have events that bring us together. That's honestly where I, I hope, you know, for my children's sake, for our children's sake, that's the direction that we're going. We could not agree with you anymore. Um, it's been a lot of hate being spewed over the last few days, but a lot of love has also come out Absolutely. of this. Um, a lot of people yeah. across Australia and across the world really coming together and uniting uh, in the mm. light of these attacks in, in New Zealand. Can you tell us a little bit about what's happened over the weekend that's that's made you feel hopeful here in oh, Central the Queensland? community support here in CQ has just been absolutely immense. Every day we turn up to the mosque and there's flowers at the doorstep. Oh. You know, the amount of flowers, the amount of cards that we've received from local community members, from groups. You know, we had a New Zealander um, community group come yesterday and tears, you know, running down their faces and coming and singing and hugging. It's like just incredible, absolutely incredible. You know, the Queensland Police Service have always provided Muslim community here with unwavering support, but, you know, they come and have come and continue to offer and reinforce the fact that, you know what, they're here for the community and it doesn't matter what religion or what re- they've just reinforced that no matter what you know the QPS um, you know are, are here for us as a community and um, have more presence um, now given the fact that the um, the recent events had taken place. Like you said, it doesn't end here. This is not the first time an attack like this has happened, and and look, we as much as we hope that it's the last, we really need to band together as a community and like you said it doesn't matter what religion we are even if we don't have a religion are the mosques still open to anybody that wants to come down and pay their respects absolutely absolutely so we'll have an event on friday night at 6 45 this friday where it's basically just an open sort of prayer event everyone is welcome to come and just basically pay their respects and pray for the families and the people who uh, who passed in this event. So absolutely, and if you need clarification, ensure that you come to the right sources and that you know, you've know you got a bit of context behind the information or the misinformation that you might be hearing because there's generally, if it, if it's, if it sounds illogical and it doesn't make sense, then generally speaking, it's not part of the Islamic faith. That's probably you know, a good take-home for anyone who has any doubts or any questions or any queries Get it clarified and make sure that it's clarified and your source of truth is the right source of truth and it's not just a he says, she says. We really appreciate your time and I think I speak on behalf of all of us when we send love and support to not only your community but all communities across the country and around the world. And we really appreciate your time. Thank you so much for speaking to us. Pleasure. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Appreciate the support. And, yeah, please pass on our thanks to the whole Central Queensland community. Uh, We're honoured and privileged to be part of this community and... um, we share the same love and respect for, for each and every one of you. So thank you. Get up with Tim and Jess. Trending now. Hits.com.au. The biggest trending stories across Australia and central Queensland. Thanks to Heron Island. We are just mere weeks away from the live action remake of Aladdin. Aladdin into cinemas. It's Aladdin. A whole new world. Why are you putting the accent on? A darling star <laughs> I never saw. Good movie. Look, sources are saying that both Guy Ritchie, who is directing the movie, and Will Smith are feeling very anxious about portraying Genie in the right light. Well, it's always 
tricky following Robin Williams. Oh, yeah. Uh, but Will Smith, he should do all right, hey? Well, this is the thing. Like, he's feeling very nervous about it and he's made a lot of posts along the way during the filming about... You know, hey, I'm I'm sure Robbie would um, would have loved this. You know, we're really uh, trying hard to yeah. not only acknowledge his legacy, but also not directly copy it. Well, that's the thing; it's all about interpretation, hey. Mm-hmm. So I think he's they're both very nervous about it dropping after the full trailer was released. A bit more positive comments coming out of that one because the minute people saw Will Smith dressed as Genie, they were not super it happy. Like- Shrek had been on a diet. Yeah. That was a bit of a shame. And then turned blue. It was bizarre. But, hey, you're going to check it out for yourself. It drops into cinemas this May, and you can check it out um, at hit.com.au as well if you want to watch the full trailer for yourself. Absolutely. And it's all thanks to Heron Island, of course, trending now. Discover Heron Island. Stay longer with their new boat schedule. It starts April 3rd. Get up with Tim and Jess. And I want to talk about an article I, I found at our own website, hit.com. Great articles up there. Mm-hmm. And the headline that, that it reads is, a study has found almost half of Aussie women avoid exercise for fear of being fat shamed. Now, just yes. before we get into it, what is your definition of fat shaming? Someone judging you for being slightly overweight. Right. So is this a fear? So obviously they're saying this is a very common fear. It's not so much a fear for me because I am overweight. I am a, a larger lady and I'm okay with that. Um, but I will avoid going to the gym at times when I know the gym's going to be busy because I don't like people looking at me. See, I'll do the same thing, but I, I, I don't know. See, this is why it's tricky. I don't know if it's necessarily fat shaming or body shaming. Mm. I think it's because for me it's an insecurity thing. Yes. I also don't go to the gym after three Oh yeah, because that's when, I don't know, the Arnold Schwarzenegger muscle man competition <laughs> must kick off at my gym. Yeah. But I think that's more of a personal thing because none of those guys or girls at the gym are actually judging me and the, that I'm not muscly or I'm not skinny or I'm not that. That you're I, aware of. I think that I'm aware of. I think it's more of an insecurity yeah. for all of us. No one's ever come up to me thing. at the gym and said, oh, you're, you're fat, get off the treadmill. But it's just, it's one of those things that I feel uncomfortable in my own body sometimes. Oh, that's the thing. And it's the insecurity I level. see myself even in a mirror and I'm like, oh, don't want to be watching the sweat drip down my body. If and if anything, and this might be weird to say, but when you, like, when you see uh, and maybe an unfit or a person that's, like, say, skinnier at the gym trying to work out, I find that more inspiring mm. than seeing average Joe or, or Jane out there that are, that are quite obviously fit. Because you go, look at them, they're working on themselves. They're trying to, whatever fitness is to them, trying to be healthy, that's what their objective I is. I like to think that I make people feel comfortable, not only just at the gym. Good, good. But I, I like to think that, you know, if someone sees me at the gym, they go, oh, well, look, she's giving it a red hot crack. I might too. Yeah, but I that's also, the thing. I do it for my mates too. If we're on holiday... A lot of my mates feel insecure about wearing their bathers. And I'm like, mate, whack that bikini on. Your big fat girl is going <laughs> to. Let's not describe yourself as that, please. <laughs> I, don't like, I don't like how you describe yourself as that. But, but you've got to have the confidence to do it. And a lot of women would probably feel like they're being fat shamed, even though no one's even looking at them. Absolutely. So I think it's more about, obviously, we all have insecurities, but I think facing those insecurities is a really healthy way for your mind because obviously you want to be healthy in the mind and in the body. Mm-hmm. So I just, I really like this article because it does point out the finer things that it isn't necessarily fat shaming, it's making sure your mindset is clear. How about that? That's pretty neat. Happy bloody Tuesday. (laughs)
Tim and Jess here on Hit CQ. Want more Tim and Jess? Download the Hit app. Want more access to exclusive prizes? Become a VIP at hit.com.au.